<laughs> Roll it. Oh, yeah. And five, <laughs> four, <laughs> three. Greetings, my excellent. Oh. <laughs> Welcome Sorry back. about that. <laughs> Welcome back. We got some technical errors going on. Oh god! You got to press stop. Are you are you okay over there, signing? It's not going to go off again. <laughs> no, <laughs> no only, it's all good. You're only you're, making more work. For you yourself, bloody signing. loose cannon, you <laughs> over there. Anyway, greetings, my excellent friends, and welcome back to the San Dimas School of Film podcast. Join us on our most excellent adventure through time as we discuss all genres of film. My name is Tim. With me, as always, is Brad. How are you? Bon Jovi. Al. Hello. Hi. And Julian. Hey, man. We know you're here, Julian. (laughs) (laughs) Or not here. Someone's asleep at the desk, I think. What a start. Uh, and speaking of you, Julian, you're in control of the booth. Yes, I am. Today, um, our second episode of 2018. And you're taking us through the circuits of time back to both 1992 mm. and 1994. Three. Three or four? I think it's I, four, isn't it? I Three. found... Like my DVD said ninety four, but I think my IMDb DVD says ninety three, and he says he says in the film it's a year later. Yeah, he does. Uh, but I'm a little old. I went I'm off IMDb, wiser. so that's why I've got ninety four there. Hank, just before we go further, no, do we all have the DVD of this? Do we? Oh well, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. a double set. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> nice. All right, and cool. I really like how you put it in, and the menu is like the cable. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Menu. We'll come back to that. We'll let. Are oh, you still going? Sorry, sorry. I'm still going. Sorry. I'm we don't even know what it is. <laughs> IMDb says 93 because does it? That's what I used for. So I didn't check IMDb. I just made it up. Cool. How's that? What Get else? out of town. Anyway, these two movies are the Mike Myers comedies, uh, Wayne's World and Wayne's World Two. So brace yourselves, amigos, and play that Sloney. It's time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Stanley, you're off with a bang. Gentlemen, we're history. Yeah, it's gonna play again. <laughs> you know what we should do? We should we should jump in the booth, go back, and start this episode. <laughs> that was, that oh, was awesome. That was so awesomely <laughs> woeful. Ah, that's why it's why it our listeners good. keep coming. Back. Comedy, comedy, comedy good. Cold, <laughs> After a year, they're no better. In fact, possibly worse. They're worse. In a world where quality of podcasts goes backwards. All right, well, let's start with the 1992, is that correct? Yep. yep. A ridge, well, we'll put it this way, I hope so. A ridgy yeah. dig, Wayne's World. So while we're in 1992, I think it's time for a bit of a history lesson. So it's time for History with Brad. History with Brad. History with Brad. History with Brad. Welcome back. <laughs> I'd just like to say new year, new me. I'm organised. So technically 2017 is history. It is, well, it I is. love it. Literally. Yeah. Anyway. 1992. Just flap that paper around in front of the mic, just so we all know. There we go. Wow, preparation. I know. Scary. <laughs> it's very good. scary. I've I've decided that this is this is as prepared as I'm going to get for Dude, the year. Dude, is, that, is that handwritten? Yeah. Normally, you've just got Wikipedia printouts and things like that. You've I know. Actually I'm actually not going off my phone this week, and I've actually like researched this before the episode started. Wow. Not starting the episode, going, oh shit. 
<laughs> Who are you and what have you done with Brad? I don't oh, know. Shit. And, I don't on, know. and on, uh, and on A5 too. That's a very kind of professional. It's, it's free stuff from work. Ah, excellent. Oh, nice. <laughs> Get on with it. Yeah. Cool. All right, 92. Uh, the Cartoon Network uh, is established. Uh, McDonald's opened in China. Uh, Euro Disney opened and probably wow. closed by the end of that year. Uh, Bill Clinton <laughs> became the president of the USA. The Queen was made to pay some income tax. Let's, let's wow. put that into, con- into context. In wow. 1992. Only in 1992 Jesus. was the Queen made to pay income tax. Wow. What, firstly, fair, is, does I she haven't... have to pay like how property much, tax? How much could she, she earn, you reckon? Well, what? I don't know. Like, she, like, what is she earning for? Considering how much property she owns, she's pulling a fair bit of rent. Oh, so she okay. owns, like, you know, Australia, Canada, New Zealand. See, India. I would just assume that Island, the Queen would Island. just get everything for free. Like, well, you wouldn't actually have an income. You'd just get everything. I never really understood You've worked her. so hard to be born into the family <laughs> yeah. that you should just get everything. You're just like, oh, I'm royal. I'll just have stuff. Do they... Do, do, do the Windsors own Buck Palace, or do they... Is, oh, it, they, they could be is it like Kira Billy House? Ah. Oh. Uh, I mean, I guess it's a royal <laughs> family. Kira Buddy Bloody Brill. Uh, well, in on reality, they kind of own England. Yeah, that's a good point. So, <laughs> so hang on. So I think, does that mean any cent that England earn, uh, the royal family goes through slice? the Queen? Can we talk about Wayne's World? All right. <laughs> oh, no, sorry, sorry. Um, and in uh, sticking with the royal family, uh, Windsor Castle was ravaged by fire. Uh, it was uh, coincidence. Coincidence, Ooh, maybe. I think not. maybe an insurance scam. Um, right? yeah. Insurance scam yeah. to pay for that, <laughs> exactly. pay for all that tax. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> um, the winter and summer Olympics were held in the same year, so the summer was in Barcelona. The winter was in uh, Elbeville in France. Oh. Uh, the Rodney King incident happened. Oh. We'll just call that an incident. Um, history repeated itself as the Germans decided that they were going to blame immigrants for their economic problems. God. That kind of happened a few years before. <laughs> yeah. Ended in a big, big fight. Bit of a Do you remember, yeah. speaking of the Olympics, that was the year that Effie and... What's his name? The guy... Oh, yeah. And they did that at Amigos Party Siempre yep. song. Yeah, I do remember. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty Jose, sure Effie... Jose something. Jose Carrera, oh, he, had a, he has like a big... Like it looks it was like someone a sh- else from Acropolis now. It, nah, 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 nah. It was no. um, oh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Well, I'll look it up, but I know what you're talking about. Um, apartheid also ended in South Africa. Hey. Uh, popular films were Aladdin, Home Alone two, Batman Returns. Now, which one's Batman? Batman. Re- Batman. Batman. Batman Returns. Which one was uh? That was, was that? Penguin. Penguin. Catwoman. Cool. Uh, Unforgiven. I'm going to talk about Batman Returns later. In fact, yeah. Ooh, oh, good man. stuff. Uh, Unforgiven, uh, Lethal Weapon three, and Reservoir Dogs. And the Oscars was basically uh, four words, which are Silence of the Lambs. They pretty much cleaned up everything. Oh, best yeah. film, best director, best actors. I thought Reservoir Dogs was an eighties film. Nah, nah. There man. you go. I can't believe Aladdin came out in ninety two. Oh, what a great film! Oh, oh Jesus, this guy. <laughs> Not a good film. Oh. <laughs> Timmy, Timmy, and Aladdin. Ooh, I am. I love a it, man. Big fan. <laughs> Cool. So that, that was 92 Great segment Brad Was good And don't get me to get anything Because the paper flicked off And it's behind the couch uh, It is <laughs> There it shall remain forever <laughs> That's yep. the uh, podcast um, time capsule Yep We could there. we could sell that on Twitter For $100,000 Let's really? Well now that we're earning money From Twitter so. <clears throat> yeah. yeah Well hang on Oh no we'll, we'll leave that till later we'll So go, going back to what <laughs> Al mentioned earlier With the DVDs Because we all own the DVDs and I'm, is, I'm pretty I sure we all own Exactly the same that's, one That's, by the that's bad This is, this is a San Dimas School of Film yeah, first uh-huh. This is the first time We all own the DVD um, But that menu Like I haven't watched it In years You know These mm-hmm. two DVDs Have been sitting on my shelf For a long time And I chuck them in And 
And I'm like, oh, what's all this? It must be, you know, the typical ads. And then I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is when DVD menus were creative. Yeah. Like back in the day, I'm like, this is cool. Like, it wasn't just it... still image and play. And yeah. it wasn't. And, well, the other thing is it wasn't a pain in the ass menu. Like a lot of menus, yeah. you got to wait. For all this shit to happen before oh, the buttons yeah. come up, yeah. but boom, buttons came up, bang! Right now, all Straight of our away. all of our very young Netflix generation kids that are listening to our podcast are going, "What the hell are these guys talking about? What's well, a derva der? It's not on Netflix, <laughs> so yeah. screw you." Guys. Look, another I, another great menu of a film. Not to sidetrack too much, but I watched it today. Starship Troopers has uh, a great oh, menu. It yes. does. I can't yes. remember it. It's like the buttons just zoom up, and that's it. Oh. Very simple. (laughs) (laughs) We got an in joke on that one. That'll have to be explained another time. That's okay. um, (laughs) Yeah, no, good, good me. Like, I don't think we've ever actually mentioned a DVD menu on this. uh, Because I don't think before. I don't think all of us have watched a DVD before. That's really. I think that's really cool that we own the DVD. It was actually took me cool. longer to actually find a DVD player in my house. <laughs> I had the same problem because I'm <laughs> so, like, I went, yeah, I got the DVD and I've got nothing to play it on. <laughs> well, I was like, shit. I was the same deal. I had like, I don't actually have it on the shelf anymore. It's in like a big folder. So I'm sitting there going, right, I can shuffle through these three folders full of hundreds of DVDs. Or I could have it up on the computer in about mm, three they, minutes. Aren't they alphabetized? <laughs> they used to be at one uh, at one time, but unfortunately... They're in yeah. autobiographical Kids. order. It's my cat. My cat, he put them out of order and stuff. He just mm. binge watches. Bloody cat. <laughs> I blame everyone else except me. I'm totally avoiding responsibility. Through the laptop. Sure. Yeah, yes. that's it. <laughs> my, my, so. We've got two laptops in the house and neither of them have... Uh, Drives like oh, yeah. uh, it's, yeah, you own Apple rubbish, don't you? Uh, uh no, uh, one of each. You know what? It's actually uh, hard uh, to buy laptops <laughs> now with DVD <laughs> slash CD-ROM. Outdated technology. Yeah. So Wayne's World, eh? So cassette I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna and... start, I'm just gonna start talking. <laughs> well, this is yeah. important information. <laughs> I mean, it's ninety two. Yeah, just like say, cars don't even come with CD players anymore. Well, mm. I mean, like, yeah. I love the fact in in Wayne's world when he's got like that <laughs> yeah. crappy plug-in yeah. discman on top of the dashboard. Yeah, what you can't oh. see is the cassette, like the cord down to the cassette. Yeah, 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 yeah. which is that's it exactly right. Yeah, yeah. and you know it is the cassette going in, not like an oxin or anything. Yeah, it's yeah. the it's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we, I th- well, I definitely had many cars with that. Yeah, oh, that's. I, <laughs> hey, back in the nineties, where you had to have big enough pockets to put your discman in. You know, yeah. of your pants. Oh, of course. So, <laughs> anyway. it's like cargo pants are so Al's, Al's chomping at the I'm bit to get on with this. <laughs> he wants to talk about this movie so really ridiculous. Oh, get on with it, uh, Al. I Come just, on. I struggle with podcasts that crap on at the start, and I just want to talk about the movie. Then what the oh, hell right. are you doing on this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've had a year to quit. Um, d- Brad, I'm directing this at you because sure. I feel you're the only person closely old enough. Ooh. To Thanks. fit this category, yeah, but you. did you <laughs> had you ever seen this SNL sketch no. previously to the film? No, we've, and we've spoken about this before. Is that like so? We knew what SNL was, yeah, but we didn't really. But we get didn't it. get it. it says uh, you might have seen something where it may have popped up on some other TV show like mm. Steve Izard's Tonight Live or something yeah, like that. It's Saturday it. Night Live. But That's for the yeah. plebs at home. It's like I'll, it was. I'll, a, there was a, it was one of the characters on that show, but he'd actually. So when Mike Myers was on Canadian television, right. he invented Wayne. Then sure, and then when he joined SNL, then Garth joined him, and right. and then it became. Then it was Wayne's World. So Wayne was a character from quite a while ago. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So it's been um, kicking around. But a while. so no. So the my first in, like introduction to Wayne was when I went and saw this at the cinemas. Yeah. So I was a 16-year-old boy when this came out. Oh, so this just prime. fitted me. Oh, absolutely. It's crazy. It was just I was 
into it and I've never been out of it. Yeah. Watching this again, I'm like, this film is quite seminal in my my youth, like my growing up. A lot of things were introduced yeah. to me <clears throat> from this film. Like I would have been like grade five or something, mm-hmm. I reckon. And like this, this is... I know it's going to sound rough, but this was my first introduction to Queen, to like the band Queen. Oh, yeah, yeah, me too. And and I that got me listening to more Queen. Um, there's there's other stuff that came up. I'm sure I'll remember. Well, this but- is, this movie actually. So that that um, Bohemian Rhapsody never made number one when it was released, but then in 1992 it went to yeah. number one because of this film. I yeah. oh, did it really. This yeah. film. Um, ah, how about this, that? I'm pretty sure this film got me into Hendrix with Foxy Lady. I was going to say yeah. this was a fir- yeah. Jimi mm-hmm. Hendrix was another one actually. Yeah, yeah. and it. To jump to the the second Wayne's World, they've actually got it when everyone's arriving at uh, Wayne's stock, and he's playing Hey Joe. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. like, I mean that, but that's I love this movie because like the music in this is sick. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. But then like you know, it's very it's it's rock and roll, but it's very varied from old to new to everything. Yeah. So it's 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 a pretty good mix of lots of eras. Mm. Yeah. Oh, but it's but it's like even that time, you know, obviously like you know, this kind of music. It, yeah, very popular music. You know, this kind of mainstream music. This was mainstream music, like metal, like this this kind of metal and rock was was like the you know, number one music of the day. And what have we got today? We it got was like literally trap and rapping. I mean, you can see it was like literally the cusp of before, just before grunge. Yeah, exploded. Yeah, because yeah. they only really like they mentioned Pearl Jam in the second one, but it's like that kind of late 80s rock. And like they played mm. a Chili Peppers song and it's like the yeah. f- from the first Chili Peppers album. Yeah. It would have been when they were just new and... Ugly Kid Joe gets a Guernsey. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Alice and Cooper. most of it... Yeah, and m- but most of it's like classic 70s, 80s mm. rock. and like, But like mm. genuine, proper, bona fide classic stuff. Yeah. Which is what it's kind of, you know, it's all about. So And they mention, yeah. they mention all, the, all the major bands. So, you know, they mention... Van Halen's obviously a huge influence on them, and, and yeah. Aerosmith and and ACDC and blah blah blah. And you know the t-shirts they wear are all, or Timmy's got a white zombie t-shirt on right yeah. now. So. <laughs> I mean, I love that. Like you know, they go to they go to the the gasworks, the nightclub, and it's like it's obviously like the most banging place in town. You know, Mate but life. it's a heavy metal bar. Meatloaf's on the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like I go, you know, you go to any metal bar these days, and it's all just a bunch of. Dreary people trying to out metal each other, you know, like it's well, metal like, like it metal's really also fun. changed from the time. So ah, you yeah. make a very good point, but you know, like it's I love that, like you know, this this rock and roll metal bar is like the number one place to go in town. I'm like, I was born in the wrong era. I should have been going to places like this when I was young, and uh, it would have been good. Imagine that, like you go go to Stan Makita's, have a have Stan Makita's, have a jelly donut, have, have a jelly donut, and then go to Gasworks oh, after. Yes, I could do that every Saturday night. Yeah, I could do that. I feel like we need to find in the, some places the, that'll... Did you listen, in the like... Mobile. <laughs> there's a... He, like, lists... You know when they pull... In the second one... Or, or, I'll, look, I'll get back to it. I'll come back to it. Okay. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Sure. It's fine. Um, Are you talking about the order? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ama- it's amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> With the, the, where he's the drive-through. The, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like all, like, the... F- they they break the fourth wall really early on. Like, yeah. Wayne just straight out does a piece to camera. Let me get you up to speed. Yeah. And then Al Bundy starts talking to the camera and he like yeah, off and he goes, no man. <laughs> yeah. Only me and Garth talk to the but camera. But it's nice. It's it's sort of straight into it and it sets a, it sets a tone for the whole thing that's really like loose and this is, we're just going to throw stuff at you and... Yeah. This set it, a lot of tones for a lot of things. So I did a bit of research on sort of like SNL films. Or skits, skits that were turned into films. So the, the first one and the biggest one is obviously Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers. 
Um, oh, really? Was that an SNL? Appar- oh, yeah. Apparently, it was a character that James Belushi did on there. Oh, cool. How about that? Um, and Dan Aykroyd. And they, Dan Aykroyd, yeah. yeah it was, but it was sort of nothing, and then they turned it into the film. But the film was a flop. Wow. Yeah. Like, it was a huge flop, and it became massively popular like five years later. Yeah. yeah. And then they went, and there was a huge pause. And then Mike Myers obviously wrote a decent script or decent enough that someone put some money behind it. Yeah. And they turned it into a film. And it was a hugely successful film. And yeah. even the second one was, you know, wasn't as successful, but it was still pretty big. And, but then after that, like everything else that SNL's tried to turn a skit into a movie has pretty much failed. Oh, really? Or not, or you, off failed. the top of your head, can you think of anything? Coneheads, um, uh. A Night at the Roxbury, um, uh. and a whole heap of other stuff that they turned into films that you would not know. Yeah. So there was there's that? 11 skits that they've turned into films. And... Blues Brothers, Wayne's World, and probably Coneheads and maybe Night at the Roxbury made and a bunch of rubbish. <laughs> and then the rest was just literal shit. Wow. And then, and then, what, about, what about Chris uh, Farley stuff? Because he... Like Black Sheep. And yeah. Black Sheep was done by Penelope Sphere as the director of Wayne's World as well. Yeah. She did, mm. I, feel I think like it inspired a, a lot of stuff. So it inspired a lot of comedians to go and do films, <laughs> yeah. but they weren't actual SNL Well, because this was... Wayne's World was Chris Farley's debut, his film debut. Right. Uh, but I it was read, Mike Myers' film debut as well. And it was, yeah, Mike Myers' film debut. And it spawned well. his, you know, huge 90s, early 2000s career Yeah, that all of a sudden just hit a wall and never went anywhere. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because I, like, I read a lot of stuff online about Mike Myers and like, obviously they, this movie was shot on a very tight schedule. I, I can't remember how many days, but it was like 30 days or something. Yeah, um, 34, I think. 34 days. Like, But just from a lot of the stuff that I've read and working in the entertainment industry, I'm like, I kind of see Mike Myers as one of those, um, uh, one of those like performers. They'd just be a pain in the ass to work with. I reckon, I reckon he'd be like, cause I was always like, Oh, you know, yeah. Wayne's world was super fun. But then behind the camera, I reckon he's actually a real, he would he just have, comes across as a real painful. You gotta yeah. remember though, he would have had like ninety percent of creative control though. So apparently, true, that is true. He was real difficult on set. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, which is why Penelope Spheres didn't direct the sequel. Really? She was like, oh, I don't want to borrow it. No but, kidding. Yeah. Interesting. He he just has that vibe, like a, a little bit of what I've read about him, and just I'm just like, yeah, I, I've seen you, I've seen you at work before. I know the kind of person you are. You're a pain in your ass. Like you know, everyone everyone loves you. But then behind the scenes, talking to the tech crew or whoever, the production people, you'd be a real nightmare, I reckon. Mm. But I don't know. How about that? That's interesting. Yeah. He's Canadian, um, though. How could he be anything else but like ultra nice? <laughs> I'm sure there's at least maybe one he was or two too nice. Canadians. It's just Hollywood, <laughs> man. Yeah. Just, yeah, wrecked him. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's that he Fame. was super friendly mm. and everyone was expecting him to be super grouchy. And they're all like, this guy's friendly, man. What a dick. Maybe he was <laughs> over friendly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> yeah. I was talking about the fourth wall stuff. It, it gets really like obvious in certain places like when they walk into um Dan Makita's Stan Stan and they see the old guy at the bar he's like just random old dude at the bar and his two mates are on either side and they're like oh old man Withers (laughs) how's the amusement park and then they glance at the camera like yeah are you listening to this because this is going to be funny later like (laughs) I don't mind that though I think no I think it's great it's it's really really great there's no like they don't try and... And in the but, second one, they do the whole with the glass and the watermelons and the chickens. It's yeah, like, exactly. Oh, and, but the good wow, thing so is good. like other characters that shouldn't hijack the fourth, like breaking the fourth wall, like yeah. the guy behind the counter hijacks yeah, him yeah. and Wayne's got to go like, what are you doing? No, no, and only no. Garth oh, and I get to talk yeah, to the camera. Yeah, yeah. And then away mm. we go. Like it's that sort of stuff where you, you, suppose- feel, you feel in on it. Like, hey... 
You're not allowed to talk to the audience. Yeah. It's us. Yeah. yeah. And, it, I, and I wrote, it, it makes you feel like we're part of the, the in-joke. Yeah. Like, Wayne and Garth have such a, a friendship and a rapport that it's just really supernatural for them. Uh, and you feel a part of that straight away. Like, well, you feel like the way Wayne you feel like talks they're the to guy you, that they're like they're, they're you're there and they're dragging you around with them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, the other gr- yeah. the other great thing about it is that knowing Gas character, he's so uncomfortable doing it, but he still does it. And you're all like, "Oh, it's okay, man. You don't have to worry." Like, yeah, he's he's still all like awkward with the camera. Well, he runs As away he the in, first opportunity. He's just like, he's like, what is that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but even like the bit where he rolls the pen off the oh, off the yeah. table and yeah. then comes under and just gives this like little story about baby tongues and stuff, <laughs> which doesn't really go anywhere. And then he's like, okay, got to go and goes back up. Like yeah. it's just these little things where you just. Like right. it means nothing to the story, but it's just so. Yeah. Get it, using that as as a, a great segue, how good is Rob Lowe in this? Oh, oh babyface Rob Lowe, yeah. he is so good. He plays like the complete cock so well, and you just sit there and you're thinking it's like he must have had so much fun on this oh, to yeah. be able to play that character in just this whole tongue in cheek, yeah. and they're like, uh, they'd be like cut. You're not being enough of a dick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. be more like of a he's dick. Literally, and he's like, like, okay. That scene where he orders the the food. Oh. Yeah, and he's like, you smug bastard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's like, like, he's only missing like the top hat and twirly moustache. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. so panto bad guy. But even like, in, in the in the ending when they do the like the happy ending bit, and it's like you can just see where they're all sort of like just break into this. You know, it's the end of the show sort of thing, and they're all you can see that they're all really sort of in on the whole thing and they're all having a good time yeah. like, it seemed like if you were an actor on that show it, it was it was I, fun I suppose going, going back like what you were saying Al about breaking the fourth wall and how it's super chillaxed and it's super loose it's good because it kind of gives the feel of what their television show is like the Wayne's World yeah. television show yeah. it's super loose you know they're just taking it easy the, the whole idea about this movie is just have a whole lot of fun yeah. whether you're a viewer or you're in it everybody's having fun like you were saying there Brad like it's just well, I think it also illustrates that there's no structure to it as well. So it's just yeah. we're just doing stuff. Oh, come with us, you know, where this is just sounds, what we do. Sounds awfully familiar. Oh, like a like a <laughs> like, podcast it's like or four dudes just just rabbiting on, rabbiting on about a about a movie. About what? It's crap. so funny because it's like it's so hard to pinpoint because there's so many. Maybe it's because it has got that Saturday Night Live heritage. It feels like one of those movies where it's just a bunch of skits that are put together. It to totally make a movie. feels like a bunch of sketches. Yeah, like, sketches. Thank you. It's or, like, yeah, yeah, but it's the sketches from the like it's a continuation of sketches. So it's like if you've got like a, a two months worth of SNL and you put all the sketches together, that is a continuously going theme. That's yeah. how the movie sort yeah, of it's works. Like, it's the like movie. the it's like the McBain scenes from oh, The Simpsons. Yeah, <laughs> how it makes an actual movie. Yes, yeah. that's great. Yeah. That's I was so pleased when I found that out. It's so insane. But you're right. It, these these series of sketches that are some of them are some of them are loosely connected. Like some of them carry the plot through, but some of them don't at all. Yeah. Like that tuning fork scene. Tuning you know when he fork. go? Yeah, we when they're at Gasworks, and he, he's excuse me, I like to get by now. Oh, and he goes oh, back to his car. Yeah. And gets this like tuning fork thing. And the, the with the electric. It's like it's zaps that dude. Yeah, then he comes back and zaps him like. Absolutely no relevance to anything else that happens. Well, actually, there, there originally it was. In the original script, there was a backstory. I don't know if you guys... I think I picked this up from the special features of my DVD, oh, nice. of my Devida, uh, is that Garth is supposed to be like this technical genius, right? Yeah. And 
he, you know, he can build all this stuff. He's into computers, like, you know, like relays, satellites. He knows what he's doing. But one of his things that he's suspicious of Benjamin, this is what got cut. And he's oh, building this, this robot? robot arm. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. It's supposed he was building to, a whole robot, right? Yeah. And it was supposed to like attack and kill Benjamin. Yeah, it was supposed to strangle him or something? Strangle him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's why he like hammers the shit out of it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I think obviously it was a bit extreme or I, I don't really know why they cut it, but um, shit, I can't even remember what we're talking but see, about. That, that's but like but that's also so what, that, that's what makes the... Um, Oh, the, the al- randomness of it. Yeah, the yeah. Alice Cooper Feed My Frankenstein song. That was what makes it all so good because that's kind of all tied into that whole thing. Oh, well. yeah. Good work. That's, wow, that's crap. That's very perceptive right there. there you go. Um, Can we talk about like uh, the two, like not henchmen, but he's like the two camera buddies, guys? Yeah. Yeah. The bad guy from oh, Encino yeah. Man. Is yes, one of them. Is one of them. Shush. And Terry oh. and Terry is Rosie from Point oh, Break. Oh, he's too. Yeah. Terry is also Tobias from Oz. Oh yeah. So okay. if you've seen Oz, you yeah. sit there and you go, "Where do I know this guy from?" And you go, Oz, "Oh, you're no. Tobias wow. from Oz." And then you go, oh, "Rosie." Oh, yeah, he's Rosie. Yeah, I was Rosie, staring at him the, the whole film. Me. He will gut her like a pig. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And try not to get any on his <laughs> shoes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Put it this way: uh, that that, the guy that plays <laughs> Tobias, his life goes downhill pretty. Pretty massive. Oh, really? Yeah. Does it, do you have a significant role in, in, the, Oz, in that movie? In the, in, no, it's a TV show. Oh, it's a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's like pre-Sopranos, and it pretty much set up HBO for the level of violence and right. that they were willing. They sort of tested their violence levels. Yeah, I might and, try that. And, out. and yeah, oh, check it's, it out. it's possibly the most uh, one of the most hardcore shows ever made. Sweet, really? Yeah, I'm down. Yep. So right. it's it's set in uh, it's a prison show. Cool. Ma- ma- oh, maximum security yeah, prison show. Of course, it's oh, it's not no. not nice yeah. at all. I'm <laughs> so happy though that you brought up Insano Man with him. Like, shush! Oh, <laughs> I love that. Can I just say your wife's a babe? <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, thanks. I don't, but you know what I don't understand? Right in that scene, she comes up to the camera. She's like, it's so huge. And then he's like, thanks. And then she's like, ooh. He's like, do I frighten you? He's like, no. Do you He's want like, me to? <laughs> Why does he say that? It's such a weird way of flirting. It's like, yeah, it's like, are you trying to be a badass or something? Like, if some dude, like, in reality went up to a chick, he's like, do you want me to frighten you? She'd call the cops, you know? Like, it's oh an, It was God. the 90s, though. It was different times. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. God. I like how when I watched this as a grade fiver, so much of it would have gone over my head. Like, Oh, yeah. I don't know why that whole Grey Poupon scene is funny. <laughs> and then the other night, I actually got around to watching that original ad. Like, it's a it's a rip on an ad. Oh. And it has this, like, super fancy rich dude driving. He's in the backseat of his rolls. And he's eating a steak on, a like, a table wow. in his car. That's suave. And he gets a bit of Grey Poupon mustard. It's like a brand of mustard, right? And uh, spreads it on. And this bloke, this other fancy rolls, pulls up next to him, winds down, excuse me, do you have any grape or And he uh, goes, yes. And then drives <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's one of the big things that I found between the two films. So we'll call it <gasps> WW1 and WW2. <laughs> so in WW1, it's just excerpts from films and yeah. ads and things like that. And then in the second one, 
they go much more down the sort of um, Mel Brooks-ish sort of background yeah. stuff. So when they go to the Aerosmith concert yeah, and exactly. they get passed over the top and, and then all of a sudden goat. there's the pizza guy and a yeah. goat and a God, fridge. So, so there's a lot of stuff going on in the background. So it's a much yeah. more sort of Mel Brooks-y sort of background-y yeah, nice. sort of and, you know, flying high sort of stuff yeah. versus in the first <gasps> like film where parody. it was... Yeah, in the yeah. first film it was literally they were just doing scenes from famous films. Yeah. So, you know, when in, in the first ending when the building burns down and it's the Gone with the Wind ending. Why? Why? God? So it is because I brought that up in the... <clears throat> In our Cornetto trilogy discussion, at mm. the end of Hot Fuzz, when mm. the building blows up mm. and he's carrying Danny, mm. and I'm like, that's from Wayne's World. Mm. What else uh, is that from? Gone with the Wind. But you know what? I was watching this one. I'm like, that's Gone with the Wind, right? Yeah. I was watching Wayne's World and I got the reference, but I, the reference was Wayne's World when I watched Hot Fuzz. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's funny. So they do it's heaps of stuff. You know, there's heaps of stuff yeah. in the first film that they do bits and pieces of. And they do a little bit of it in the second film, but it's much more sort of, there's stuff going on in the background, as I said, much more sort of Mel Brooksy sort of thing. And I thought that was one of the main differences between the two films. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, great. That's on point. Well done. Mm. Terminator 2 came out in 92, didn't it? No, uh, 91. No. Yeah, 90, 91. Well, it had to have been before 92. N- no. Sure. Uh, oh no! Wait a minute. No, I'm was... going to say it's 91. Hang on, I'll check. Well, it. Hang on, no, I think it was 92 because that was referenced in Wayne's World 2. No, because it's not. No, on it's, my, it's not one. on my it's list of big one, films. Yeah. It's in the first one. Like you seen this boy? Yeah, like that's a. If it's <laughs> 92, that's a super current record. Oh. Like to get Robert Patrick. Hang on, was hang it? on. No, it is in it's, the second it's one. It's in the second one when he's going it's, to get Cassandra. Yeah, yeah. The wet, at the Are wedding. Sure. Because yeah. he's speeding off to get Cassandra, so he thinks he's being pulled over. Nah, he's no. It's. It's the first one when he goes to get Cassandra from the video shoot. It's I'm uh, pretty sure it's the first one. Yeah. Oh wow. I'll, I'll double check, but I'm pretty sure it's the first one. Like that's impressive to get Robert that's Patrick right, across. That's right because he's driving yeah. the. If he's he, just done that role. That's a good yeah, point. Yeah, because he's he's speaking. Are uh, we talking? Um, are they the same company that did them? So is it? Uh, maybe Universal. Um, Was it, I think it's Universal that did Wayne's World. I don't know. I don't. You'd think we'd know. <laughs> you'd think we'd know think stuff we'd about stuff. You'd think we'd watch the film. This is why we're discussing it to figure it out. But um, I was going to say, like that, just in talking about driving in cars, that the Mirthmobile is. A- oh yeah, what's what's the tell me about so the Mirthmobile? A, a, I mean, I don't know a whole lot about that specific vehicle, but the, it's a Ford Pinto. It's fucking bad. <laughs> no, no. No? No, it's an it's an AMC. It's not a Gremlin, is it? It's not a Gremlin. It's the one up from a Gremlin. So it's the bigger one. Really? I thought it's it was an a AMC. Pinto. No, yeah, no, but it's, it's got AMC. flames on the side, so it's yeah. awesome. Um, <laughs> right. That, that's what makes the car cool, right? Flames and the, the window, the rear windows that like curve around. Mm. Yeah. So the Gremlin was the smaller one, and the Gremlin was the one that had the like the passenger door was bigger than the driver's door because they, <laughs> they couldn't make a four door version of it, so yeah. they made the passenger door longer. <laughs> so when you opened it, people could get in the back. <laughs> it was AMC, so and Chrysler bought right. out AMC not long uh, after this. So um, sure. it's a oh fuck, what is it? It's an AMC. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll I always thought it was a Ford Pinto. I was going to no, say because no, like, the Pinto is just an Escort. Ah, right. Because I was going to say, I like the, those flames on the side are really like, you know, if it was a Ford Pinto, it'd be, it'd be suitable to have flames on the side of the Mercury. Because they, were, because, they used to catch fire. Because they get rear-ended and would explode <laughs> flames, you know. So, and in, in, um, in Fight Club, that's the car that he is talking about. When he, you know, because you know how he goes, he's the insurance assessor, and he says, uh, you know, it's my job. Oh, I recognise. So the, that's the famous case. So Ford actually, with the Pinto, went, 
No, it's actually cheaper for us to pay all the funeral costs and pay yeah. off everyone that actually fixed, fixed the, the issue problem. with the yeah. car. God. It was pretty bad. And then the government went, uh, no. no. <laughs> no. I don't think that's acceptable. Yeah. Uh, Robert Patrick is in the first one. There Thank you, you go. Okay, so... Wh- I did uh, watch the like. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, no, I see. I watched today, but I would have sworn you back, that it was you back to back. I back to back, so it's yeah. all one film. For me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 I'd also like to say that if Robert Patrick's IMDb photo is the coolest photo in the world. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking it up. <laughs> it is. It, it's like you sit there and you go, "That you are just the coolest dude." That is <laughs> oh, wow. Anyway, sorry, I've lost my notes. Where was now. it? <sighs> so I think the probably one of the funniest jokes throughout this whole thing is. His ex-girlfriend, Stacey. <laughs> oh. Psycho hose beast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with all my friends, because we're all like, you know, all, all the friends that I went to school with anyway, because we're all about, you know, the same age. So anyone that has like a crazy girlfriend, she is psycho hose beast. The fact yeah. that you have to read that though, because it's in like he's speaking Cantonese. <laughs> so you don't actually hear him say it. Oh, you read yeah. psycho hose beast in this. <laughs> and it's like this, and it's the same thing. It's like if, in, like if you end up with a crazy girlfriend and, and you always just go, did you buy your gun rack? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I what am I going to do with a gun rack? <laughs> that that um, uh, subtitled scene is great because he's like, oh, slow, slowly I'm still learning. And then he starts talking about like self-nullifying behavior. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like real technical yeah. language. That <laughs> <laughs> There's no way he would have learned no. of the off chance of From like it. a cassette tape yeah. at so, the gas station. So it's cool because it's like the, the film is full of these really obvious, really lowbrow jokes. Yeah. But then it's nuanced with all this kind of stuff as well. And so it just works. But so I just nicely. love it because he's learning at the gas station. He's speaking real loud and he's Bobby freaking Mom. he's freaking Garth out. He's like, dude, you're scaring me. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just so into it. I love it. Oh. Uh, there's and it's all the other bits with like the you know, the the bits that come up on the bottom of the screen. So the uh, you know, the Oscar clip and he's oh, throwing water yeah. in his eyes. And I never learned to <laughs> read. <laughs> Really? Yeah, everything other than the reading bit. <laughs> there is no film in this camera. <laughs> I was amazed. When I was a kid, I used to watch the film. Like, you know, like obviously there's still shit going on. and But you can see, and it's shooting out so far. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, I'm like, I wonder how far it goes. Like, and and they keep cutting back side. to it, and there's still the same amount of film in the camera. But the pile of grass getting bigger and bigger. It always reminded me of um, Twins. Remember the movie Twins? Yeah. When the chain starts falling down on the oh, guy and yeah. it piles up. That's right. Always but again, it's like the um, the toilet roll scene in the party, yeah. Peter Sellers. Yeah. Yeah. And just it's like um, the whizzing scene in Austin, Austin Powers, Powers where he yeah. just pees forever. Yeah, and oh, you've yeah. got to go like long enough that it's not funny anymore. But break to that. Then push back. To like, okay, to it's funny, funny again. Yeah. The, the whizzing scene is from Naked Gun. Oh, okay. Originally, is it? Yeah, is that when he goes? But is that the one he's got the microphone? Yeah, in the yeah. Toilet? The yeah, 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 Enrico yeah, Palazzo yeah. scene. Oh my god, that's so good. <laughs> um, hey, car guys, car guys. Yeah, yeah. how yeah. easy is it, yeah. or how difficult is it <laughs> to do a one eighty fucking to pull a handbrake turn? <laughs> oh, I was going to say. Well, see, what you need to do is you need to watch the bodyguard. Oh, and then yeah. Kevin Costner teaches the new bodyguard or the limo driver oh. how to do a one eighty and then take off in the opposite direction. Nice. So just watch that. And, um, in, and in reality, it wouldn't be that hard because a longer vehicle. This is now. This is going to be my truck driving experience coming into play here. Play um, oh, hang on. All right. <laughs> Jeez, thanks. 
That's all right. It's gotta... time for logical jokes. Just gotta do it properly. Oh my god, I, thought I, I half expected it to play again. If that played for the rest of the episode, I wouldn't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so so as long as you've got enough speed, you would apply the handbrake. <laughs> Uh, make sure you go back and listen to episode two. No, like four, four three, I think. Whatever we do, Something. whatever. No, but I mean, because like, like a, a controlled handbrake turn, basically, you'd be fanging along with like a fair bit at speed, and you would apply the handbrake, traveling straight, and then you pitch in the front wheels, and then basically the back end would just would follow just around. And really it should be easier. Science right? is going to yeah. take over with a longer that. wheelbase. It should be easier. Well, it's like a yeah, pendulum. In theory, yeah. It's if like you pendulum. have a like a drift car or something like that. If you want to keep it controlled, you then need to power out of it. Wouldn't in order the, to wouldn't keep the that force going. put a whole lot of stress on the chassis though? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure in a normal limo it would snap in half. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They probably had to do a lot. What of about one of those hot pink Hummer limos? Oh yeah. Oh yes. No, that would that would definitely <laughs> snap in half. As long as there's people wooing from it, I don't care. And hopefully it would kill all the 17 year old people inside. Yeah. Keep it on cars. What is it? So like, oh, okay, we're at your formal. Whose <laughs> brother's parking out the yeah. front? <laughs> Champ is going everywhere. The um, tragedy today. <laughs> um, Rob, Rob Lowe's car, or what's his name? Um, Benjamin ben- is a Benjamin. Pontiac GDO. It's a Pontiac GDO. It's like a 60, 68. The, the original muscle car. Yeah, they're nice. Ribbed for her pleasure. Ew. Ew. <laughs> Sorry. He's got it's the nice books, vehicle. How to Pick Up Babes. How to Pick Up Chicks. <laughs> yeah. oh, I love that. Oh, so he's smooth. Find feeble cable access show and exploit it. <laughs> Boy, yeah. I feel sorry for whoever those guys are. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> that's it. But that's another really good, like, uh, you know, breaking the fourth wall scene there is like, you know, all the whole movie centered around all these specific characters. And then you like, you know, like, God, he's just like, hey, let's scooch over here and let's just piss yeah. off from the and, movie for and a second. And by this stage, he's much more comfortable. Yes. You know, like, yeah. you have that first bit where he's like, doesn't want to talk at all. Yeah. And then when he drops the pen, he's a bit more into it. And it's really, then, uh, and then he's loving this one, it. Yeah. yeah, by this one, he's like, hey, let's come on, come over here. Let's go for a walk and yeah. check this place out. Did that one, like, uh, I suppose, I was just thinking if, if it was one of those films where they, where they could have kind of shot it in... Um, oh, sequential that? order? Yeah, yeah. But I suppose no, because there's a lot of studio staff and probably not. Actually this actually that it's leaves not me. It's very on. cost effective to do it that way. Some no. some films do it, but <laughs> Well like the, the new Mad Max film yeah. was done like that. But anyway, um I have a I look my legitimate moment for It's time for logical juice is actually right at the start of the movie and it's like these guys okay so you know Wayne's talking about how he's had a couple of Joe jobs nothing ever a career these guys all seem like they're pretty not your nine to five kind of guys right they're like for the time they've got thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars of equipment in like their basement I'm like how do they afford all this crap yeah but that's all that'd be all on loan from from Channel Ten, from the cable, from the network. cable network. Okay, cool. Yeah. Is they, that? I mean, I've never done. Having spent a little bit of time, a very, very long time ago, and I say a very little bit of time at thirty-one, it's like you take you, you know you, that comes out with the crew. Right. And, yeah, it's time for I've worked in the business out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you, I didn't know you did some work with that. Oh, That's exciting. No, it's not. It was I was there. <laughs> I was there for like two nights, and I'm like, is, this is garbage. Is 31 still a thing? It's yeah. 40, 44 now, isn't it? Is it? It's still called 31. Still called 31. Is it uh, 
It'd have to be digital now, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Ah. They were granted a digital license. Wow. And that was the reason why they, they sort of stayed 31. Right. Because they were given they were given a digital license after it was all done and 31 was taken by ABC? Somebody else. Someone, sure. someone yeah. else? SBS, I think. ABC3 or something. Yeah, like whatever. That. Anyway. Um, hmm. uh, I, I've always wondered how they... Because like, I'm like, oh, you know, he's a... You know, high, essentially a high school student or you know, a bit after who's just got his own TV show. I'm like, I've never not understood how that works. I've never understood cable access or anything. Yeah, it's what just it like is. it's community telly. Right. So it's only, it would only be broadcast to that area. Because the thing so is. So it's a local thing, kind of. Mm. Okay. Are, speaking of which, their TV show goes for like 10 minutes. <laughs> like it's so short. Yeah. Oh, speaking of short things, every time they go to a concert, the band <laughs> plays one song. And then they're backstage. It's particularly obvious for the Aerosmith show. No, but the Aerosmith but... show is an encore. Yes, you can oh, hear the crowd. Yeah, the crowd. Everyone's going, going encore, encore. 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 Ah. So zip it. <laughs> I, I, no, but I used to think that as well. But because it's really brutally obvious with Alice Cooper, because he jumps out of the skeleton's like you know chest. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, nice. He's just come on stage. What an entrance! And they're missing the show. Yeah. And then yeah. he's just backstage. And they leave. Yeah. And they like, leave. Yeah. So Aerosmith was definitely an encore. Don't know about. I would assume it, it would be. like You wouldn't go back after. It does, because after they've talked to the security security guard, being uh, Farley, Chris, Chris Farley. Farley. Who's um, in both of them. Yeah. He is in both as of them. different characters. Different characters. Yeah, I different was characters. curious about that. Um, you actually hear, at, say, as the camera pans onto the number plate, the Mr. Big number plate, you actually hear Alice Cooper in the background going, thank you, Milwaukee, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In the second one too, it's obvious that they're uh, it's an encore because they come on stage and they're like dripping in yeah. sweat. Yeah, 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 yeah. How good is the setting the guy's hair on fire though in the second <laughs> one? <laughs> well, should we should we move on to the, the second one a bit more? Yeah, do we yeah. we do yeah. we want to do ratings for both of them no, at once? I or? Like we'll do them later. Once okay. we'll, we'll talk okay. about the second one. We've talked sure. about the first one. No, all right. All right. <laughs> Wayne's World Two. Nineteen ninety four. Three. Three. Is three. it three or four? Come on. Three. IMDb says three. Okay. All right. Oh, look, no, let's put it this way. It was probably released in 93 in the States and 94 here. Who knows? Yeah, okay. Uh, Whatever. Possibly. Look, let's say 93 because that's the stuff I've got written down. Sure. <laughs> so let's just do it. <laughs> well, let's go for our second installment of <laughs> History with Brad. History with Brad. History with Brad. History, History with Brad. Brad. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of threw us there. <laughs> I don't like that. Okay. Um, all right, 93. Uh, the Waco Siege. Uh, the uh, oh. European Union was formally established. Um, Jurassic yeah, Park. Um, I'm going to skip that one. That one's not very nice. Um, Harley Davidson turned 90. Wow. Uh, Monica Sellis was stabbed by a spectator oh, at one yeah. of her matches. Oh, God. Man, yeah, yeah, hardcore. Yeah. That's so crazy. And the thing was, he was like an uber fan of hers. But it's like that's like the dude that killed John Lennon, isn't it? He was like a massive fan or something, yeah. wasn't he? And All I can think about is, uh, which is not funny. Kramer. No, is his name Jimmy from Blades of Glory? Oh yeah, oh. I want to wear your skin. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh god. Well, I was thinking, Monica, Paul, Monica, like a few years later, got bowled over by Kramer at the at the U.S. Open when he was a ball boy. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were, I was like, oh my God, that sounds... Oh, wait, that's a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> All right. Uh, Czechoslovakia actually uh, split up again and became the Czech Republic and Slovakia. Uh, the World Wide Web was born. So before that, it was a military operation. Um, <laughs> popular movies were... Al. 
Jurassic Park. Thank you. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Forrest Gump. The f- uh, the Fugitive. The uh, Firm. Wasn't Forrest Gump ninety four? Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. Or I keep maybe. thinking we're in ninety four. Yeah, <laughs> Jurassic Park. Um, Jurassic Park yeah. and uh, one of my favourites, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Oscars for 93 were Unforgiven for movie. Best actors were Emma Thompson for Howard's End and Al Pacino for Scent of a Woman. Oh. 93. Very nice. good. I was in year 11. I was in grade three. Nice. There you go. So. Um, all right. Let's just continue on chatting because yeah. we've already kind of half discussed. So... I want to ask Brad because you kind of mentioned earlier. Well, I think it was even off away from the mic. These are two very different films. Whereas yeah. I like, I disagree because I'm like, even you know, when at the end of Wilder People, when I selected this, I was like, man, you know, I, to me, you can't have Wayne's World one without Wayne's World two. To me, like they just kind of roll as one film for uh, me. I'm not going to disagree with that, and mm. the fact that the I think that's the fact that the characters carry over. So all, yeah. the, all the main characters that need to be there are still there. Yeah. So he's he's um, you know the the camera dudes are still the same guys. You know, obviously Garth's still there, Cassandra's still there. Yeah. The bad guy changes to Christopher Walken, but uh-huh, yeah. he works for Sharp Records, and the guy uh, yeah, that plays still... Sharp is still is still Mr. Sharp. Yeah. Um, I really yeah. like that. That was, and, that was really and all those sort of things. Um, and and there's sort of a few other, and so Al Bundy's still in it. So uh-huh, you know, yeah. things like that. So it carries over the characters, but I think the movies. It's the style of the movie. It's the style of the movie is yeah. completely different. I think it's 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 very different. They got financed. <laughs> That's yeah, what they got. They and got money. I think they did. I think that definitely because of the success of the first one, they had a heap more money. But I don't think that made it any better. I think actually having at li- the little smaller amount of money in the first film and having to actually use their the whole gist of the of the Wayne's World thing as a skit. <clears throat> and, the second uh, one was still yeah. very sketch based. It was yeah. much more was- structured too, though. Yeah, as an actual, here's their start, here's a middle, here's an yeah, begin. Here's that's an true. Ending. Do you reckon that was one of those things where it's like you know the the production companies or whoever got involved? They're like, wow, that was a great success. Let's get on top of it as quickly as possible. Again, let here's all the money now. Force it. Yeah, well, it's a super quick you know, like, turnaround. Yeah, but they even mentioned that at the start, and we said that earlier. Like he actually says at the start of the film, "Well, here I are, a year later, I'm yeah. a little bit older, a little bit, a little wiser. bit wiser." So it's a, they're not playing on the fact that it's like they're they're pretty much going, you know, in the first couple of minutes they're saying, "Well, the first movie was a huge success, so here we are again." Yeah, yeah. I don't think they're making any. <laughs> they're not hiding it at all. The hmm, warehouse. That they, you know, that they open the film and they're now living in this, you know, they've come from they're Wayne abandoned. living with his parents that he keeps referring to. Yeah. And now he's in this warehouse. And I just remember thinking that these guys would just like absolutely live in the dream. Right? Yeah. Mm. Uh, you know, it's the abandoned Acme doll factory. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, I had that pipe dream with my mate. We were gonna get a, we were gonna get like a warehouse, and we we're gonna have a foosball a table as our dining room table, and like, oh nice. You know, it was just gonna be like full. And now look like at a you, party house. And now, yeah. as a dad, <laughs> <laughs> then, then you realise that a warehouse in the suburb you were gonna live in would cost about five million dollars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. and, and the rent's about six grand a week if you're gonna rent it. <laughs> yeah, there's there's laws against. You're not allowed to live. I don't know how it is in America, but in Australia, like there's. I used to work for a company automotive. You need, you need permits. Yeah, doing doing. Oh, there you go. You're the man to talk to. Like, yeah, yeah. Depends, I, it depends on if it's you know if it's sanctioned as residential. Yeah, well, I because yeah, I worked in an, in an industrial area uh, as an auto electrician with a guy who lived upstairs. He'd converted the upstairs of his factory into like a house. He lived up with the, with his family, but he got that kicked out behind the 
airport? No, this is in this is in Moorabbin, so oh, no, central is, automotive. So the auto electrician I used to use lived above his. Oh, right. this is shop. in uh, this is in Utopia. That yeah, is. in the Utopia. Yeah, yeah that, that, is, that is, is your suburb. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But how is your street going? How are they? It's all excellent. Right? Yeah, we had uh, we had a first birthday the other day. Oh, lovely! <laughs> <laughs> the guy took doors down. The whole neighbourhood was there. Isn't that <laughs> just? They, so I even said one of them's a copper. I said it was perfect time to rob anyone's house in the street because they're all here. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, but you wouldn't because you no. all fucking love each other. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So I don't know. You just wish you lived in my street, Timmy. I do. <laughs> but I, I agree with you, Al, in saying that when you were like, when I was younger, I I looked at it as well, and I was like, oh, that's so cool. Oh, yeah. yeah, like these guys are but now playing hockey. What do you mean younger? Were... Wouldn't you well, want to look... live in an awesome warehouse like that now? But yeah. no, see, I watched it today. I watched the movie today. I did it back to back, and I was looking at it, going one. Like, it'd be full of rats. It'd be disgusting. There'd be constant shit falling out of the roof. It'd be either it'd freezing be or boiling. Freezing or boiling hot. Yeah, yeah. Like, it'd, be a, it'd be a freaking nightmare. You wouldn't have a kitchen. Like, your bedroom would be the size of a warehouse. But you could play hockey. Oh, that'd be badass. And having a band room. Big or space. have a massive yeah, you can make kung fu much- fight with your possible father-in-law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, did, what did we think of that scene I this time it. round? I loved yeah, it. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah. yeah, especially a bit where they go into the where they stop speaking and they go into the dub. The bit. Yeah. That was, that's, it's pretty clever. That's pretty good. And just the ridiculousness of the stunts mm. is oh, pretty good. So good. Well, when when Cassandra's dad does the fly kick, I think yeah. it's it's like the Liu Kang fly kick. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. You nailed that effect. That sound effect was. Spoiled. But even when they when he calls him later on and he says, oh, "I've chosen someone else for my daughter," and it's still got that. That they dub do the voice. <laughs> yeah, but he's speaking normally in an overdub voice. <laughs> yeah. Like Wayne's not getting overdubbed. He's just speaking like that. I know. Yeah. Which yeah. I understood yeah. why they didn't. Like you totally could have picked that up in post production. Like it. Yeah, but you didn't need to. Like, yeah, it's but still it, funny. You still get it. Yeah, I suppose. It's like one less thing to do. Even the one he's actually done by my hand. I find it actually funnier. That he's just doing the voice. Yeah, like, like uh, he's not speaking Cantonese. Uh, yeah. He's just speaking an overdub voice. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> okay, yeah, no, that's good. I like, like that. That's but, funnier. Yeah. But I suppose that's that's what uh, this movie is. I guess a lot different to the first one is this movie. The second one is way more ridiculous than the first one. Yeah, yeah. Like the yeah, ridiculous right. level is off the scale. Like in terms of like he's having dreams about Jim Morrison and Indians, and, and like, that's what yeah. I was saying. And it's more the that sort it's of that, that Mel Brooksy Brooks, sort of yeah, yeah, thing coming in. Where in, in the first one. Yeah, men in tighties, sort of things like that. Whereas in the first one, it's 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 real. So it's, yeah, it's other relatable. Than, other than obviously the fourth wall bit where they're talking to the camera, but everything is like, well, that could happen. That could happen. You know, do they do much stuff. fourth wall stuff in uh, in this one? In the second? Yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it still it starts the same where he does the whole intro. Oh, of course. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. let me bring you up to speed and yeah, the elevator. Right, I want my own elevator. Yeah, you know, you I get sick live. of the weight though. Yeah. Like it took. It That's why it's got Batman pole. Is it like I don't understand it because Cassandra, in the first movie, also lives in a loft. Yeah. She's like, you can come to my loft, the rent party. You know, she's trying to pay rent by having yeah. a concert at her house, and I'm like, um, but like Brad was just saying, man, like yeah, rent on these factories, like what well, we're paying for the company. I was huge, too. yeah, it's huge. Like yeah. it is super expensive. Like, is there just like heaps of abandoned factory works in like <laughs> Chicago or something? Maybe I don't know. It's really interesting. Never Clearly, been. their planning laws are different, right, L? I pay my rates. Let's get into that. <laughs> mm. um, I'm curious to know what's going on here, but anyway, yeah, there's a lot more. 
skitty orientated stuff in here. So especially yeah. the bit where he goes to try and find the the First Baptist Church and he goes to the petrol station. Oh, and he's like, yeah. oh, can we get a better actor? And they roll that. They push the guy. Like the guy comes off set with the headphones. Yeah, on that's the director. Yeah. yeah, and then Charlton Heston comes out. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. See, when I was yeah, when I was a kid, I thought that he did that because he didn't like the quality of acting. And I'm like, oh, I thought that guy was fine. Until now, as an adult, I know that because That's... he's like, oh, we just want good act, like we want big name actors in yeah, this yeah. film. And this then Charlton Heston turns up, and, and yeah. you see him, and Charlton Heston turns up, and he goes, oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Now that I think about it, I feel like the the bad actor guy. I feel like I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. Mm, probably. Like he you've plays like he's like a cliche, fragile old dude, but he's not that old. <laughs> But he is old. Anyway, anyway. Not Charlton Heston, the bad actor guy. Charlton Heston is definitely old. Oh, yeah. Charlton Heston is definitely Heston old. is definitely dead. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they, that's the second film that he's done a very He's so small. old that he's, he's dead. dead. <laughs> um, that's the second film Cop we've that done age. with... Uh, so old. <laughs> I don't know. How old is he? <laughs> yeah. So he was in... Um, the, what was the, the... What are you talking about Charlton Heston? Yeah. Planet of the Apes? No. No, he was in another <laughs> film we did... Uh, the, oh. West, the Western one. Oh, Tombstone. Tombstone was in Tombstone for just a small section yeah. as well. Yeah, he yeah. was the rancher. He was a rancher. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Apparently he's a With, real dick. Well, so, he was, well, he was the a real dick. He was president of the NRA. He was. So, you know. From my cold dead hands. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. what it is. Um, yeah. The two nerds in yeah. backstage. Where do I know the, those guys from? I'm from Cicero. I'm from Wilmette. So the guy that says... Okay, so the guy says I'm from Wilmette. Sol Goodman. No, no way! Yeah, no way! Good point. Sorry, Cole. Wow. You know, have you seen Breaking Bad? No, I haven't. What? Get yeah, I know. Sorry. Bad, I'm like, oh, it looks like him, and I am debated. I'm like, it is wow. him. <laughs> I thought he looked familiar. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go back now. Isn't it oh, great no. to be downtown? My my traveling up the parking lot. <laughs> <ride? laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh. I love um, that. And he, says, he says, aren't you the two guys from that Wayne World show? <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, and if Wayne says we're not them, then we're not them. Yeah. I love the look, right? So when, when, when Garth says that, and Wayne kind of gives this look, and then he turns his whole shoulders as like, are you serious? Dude! <laughs> but I love oh, when they don't so get weird. let in and they look around the room, it's just full of weirdos. <laughs> like everyone's just, just <laughs> like there's this really tall woman. Like she's just oh, ridiculously yeah. tall. <laughs> and then there's some dude in drag and then there's, and then they I go wanna, I want to know how they cast that. Like is ancient Boo is like, is there like ridiculous tall freak girl in the credits or something? Oh, hang on. No? I'll check it out. I'll see if, I'll yeah. see if they get credited. Ancient did you notice that Cassandra doesn't sing in this film at all? Really? I did yeah. not notice that. Like, and it's literally like they. Yeah, so the right. Jay Leno shot, the Jay Leno scene, for example, yeah. she's literally just sitting back down after having performed. Mm. Like, she, we literally do not hear her sing at That's all a good in this point. film. Wow. And I couldn't find, I tried to look into it. And all the stuff in the studio is with the other band members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in the first one, she did all her own singing yeah. and all her own bass work. Like that's all Tia Carrera. Oh, really? She plays yeah. bass as well. So badass. Oh, that's hot. Yeah, she's and... pretty hot. <laughs> oh, I like I like Tia Carrera, but that just made her way hotter. Like, yeah, and nothing in in this one. I wonder why that is. Oh, yeah, because she was gonna play. She's gonna play Wayne Stock, but we obviously didn't get to that. But... I honestly reckon it would have been a um, 
a bargaining thing, like because I think her because she when did True Lies come out? Ninety four. Okay, so she wasn't. So she was in that next. She would have been pretty popular, and I reckon she would have been like you know talking you know with like her contract negotiation. Contract negotiation. It would have been like if you want me to sing, it's going to cost you this much, yeah, and they're like, yeah, we don't want to pay that much. Because it's a sequel, they're probably trying to keep budgets low. I don't. I, I That's yeah. Look, I, purely speculation, yeah. but that'd be my guess. Yeah, probably money. Like it, I, I was yeah. fascinated by that. I'm like, she has because she sang a lot, didn't she? A in the lot first in one, the first yeah. one, yeah. You know, I've never noticed that before. And yeah, like neither. long scenes of this is Tia Carrera singing. Like mm. you know, she's an amazing singer. She can really well. She, she, she can really <laughs> well. <laughs> swing. Because swing. Swing. Uh, nice. you know your dad lo- doesn't like music. Play the appropriate level. Swing, swing, swing. swing. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought the swing was out of the first one, but that's the first time you see. It's no, like no, the no. First and no, only time. No, no, because no, they, they talk about Heather Locklear in the first. And they one. also. Oh uh, yeah, Claudia Sh- Schiffer. It's a uh, Sh- swing. swing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. No, there's, there's no. There's hostess at uh, Comrades, security no. guard, Aerosmith fan. <laughs> we're, and we're holding it at Comrades, so yeah. we're going to have a communist party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, there's mosh pit rocker. Uh, Nothing good. Nothing good. Musician exiting limo. There you go. There's a great one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I always try to look at that last scene to see if the other bands are actually the other bands getting out of the limo. Oh, yeah. like Because you get Aerosmith and it's yeah. like... Cause I was like, hoping like this time I'd see like... Pearl Jam Yeah or... so it's not Pearl Jam no. right no. Uh, that's yeah, so. See that's weird well, It's weird that They make a thing of People getting out of the limo But we don't know who Well can like, you click your Logical uh, jewels yeah. thing So <laughs> It's time for Logical jewels <laughs> So I have a real problem With the band showing up Last minute Without doing a proper sound Oh check. so do I <laughs> Oh my god You're talking my language now Like man. I understand They can check the mics And all that sort of stuff But no, no. You, you need to do a run through of songs to get levels and everything, right? Like, I just oh. think that's a disaster <laughs> waiting to happen. Like, the whole thing is just a, like... Well, look, th- this movie's not a good example of how... To run a, a show. production <laughs> and how to run a show actually works. Like, you know, like... Hang on, aren't there M16s on the side of every stage? Now, these babies tend, tend to, to heat up. up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so shoot, shoot in three, three second bursts. bursts. <laughs> We need to talk about Del Preston because yeah. he makes this movie, I reckon. Hey, before we do, just in going back to the um, uh, machine like guns? the talent. No, not the machine guns. And I don't think they're M16s. They're, oh, they're browning uh, something or others. Sure. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Um, who is uh, Rip Taylor? He's a comedian, yeah. I think. So, is yeah, that who he is? He yeah. was, he's a comedian from like the 60s. Yeah. Right. I, like I've never known. Like, again, well, that's that was... the other thing that annoys me is when they announce that they're going to get Rip Taylor there and they're all surprised. He's in the studio. Like he sees him in the studio. Uh, and they're like, yeah. oh, Rip Taylor, he's a god in my country. He's right he's there. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> like turn around. He's right there. <laughs> yeah, but so is he's an old man. He's talking to your guitar player. But so is an old man fashioning a kayak out of a log. <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. like... <laughs> <laughs> that is a classic Mike Myers thing. Like a rando. Yeah, just a oh, random really? thing like that. Like, yeah. that's an Austin Powers thing. And a, like, yeah, he does yeah, that yeah. in all his films. He has some random shit. An old man fashioning a kayak out mm. of a log? <laughs> I uh, skipped to the, like, insane end. Uh, I read in one of the credits that Kenny G, A, did not... That wasn't a Kenny G song. <laughs> that scene. I it's saw that today. And Kenny G did not authorise... 
permission for his name to be used in this film. They were like yeah. very clear that like we just ripped Kenny G's. I name. just love that because the pan across is just like, what is it going to be? And he's in a dentist <laughs> chair. Like I just think that's amazing. See, now I, I had a bit of a question about this because I'm like, you can look at this two ways because he's imagining back and like you know you think about Kenny G shows. Now you wouldn't actually have a dentist at a Kenny G concert. A concert. I'm like, oh, maybe this is just the way he is associated. I don't know. Maybe it's he was at a dentist. They were playing Kenny G yeah. on the sound yeah. system. That's, that's how. The, is yes. that how it is? Yes. Okay, the right. Yeah, that's yeah. the joke. I see. Always, I've always taken it. Obviously, this is carried over from when I was a kid. That he was actually, he was at, a actually a- at a Kenny G concert. <laughs> his teeth done. And I was like, wow, that's really weird. I, I particularly enjoyed this time watching the faces of the crowd oh, before yeah. it got to because I knew that obviously knew that punchline was coming. Mm. Yeah. But looking at the crowd was way more fun this oh, time. Oh, really? Yeah, they were just like, oh, they were so into it. And like, <laughs> having such a lovely evening. Like, uh, and the and the wardrobe that they were all in, it was it was really good. Yeah. Hey, what, what were you going to say earlier, Al? You, you were going to bring up something about the second movie, but because we're talking about the first one, you held off. Do you remember what it was? Oh, Stan Makita's. Oh, yeah. That, so picking up hockey terminology from you guys. Mm. Yeah. It, Previously, and then now watching that that scene where they order from the broken oh and a humanist drink yeah yeah but then when the guy <laughs> reads it back I'm listening to what they've ordered yeah. and it's like he's like a Stanley Cup and a, a Stanley Cup and he said sugar pucks the one that got me was the box of five holes yeah I'm like <laughs> I have no idea what a five hole is at this place but that's awesome like, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. the hell they've turned um, a five hole into really interesting things obviously Stan Makita's doesn't five exist holes, like hit through the legs yeah, yeah it's if you get it he knows he's a I know he knows yeah um, feels hot 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 yeah, yeah, I was talking to Brad just then um, <laughs> yeah so Stan McKeeters obviously doesn't exist yeah. and it was a male thing but the NHL bought Stan McKeeters to LA for the 2017 All-Star weekend oh, oh get out of town yeah. <laughs> so they actually created it for the All-Star oh, weekend that's awesome that's like, cool. oh, it's amazing how good is the the actual drive through head though with the animatronics <laughs> yeah, as talking? Yeah. like it's freaking brilliant I'm like that's so good well Should I also I love the thing about in terms of the broken um, audio is that Mike Myers does his so well, but Garth is shit house. Yeah. Yeah. He's so bad at That's it. That's like when he does the uh, a sphincter yes. says what? Yeah, it's like you, do, you, it. you want me to say what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go, oh, you're so smart. You're so smart. The last guy, last guy. He's last guy. Yeah. We go now. We go now. Um, earlier, yeah. earlier, earlier, you started talking about Batman, right? And I, did I? I was yeah, very brave. Well, the same no. 92 was Batman. Oh, yeah, Batman Returns. Returns. Yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this has three Batman alumni in it. Wayne's World 2 has three ah. Batman alumni. Can okay, you, hang on. Go. Batman alumni. Okay, yeah. hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on. We need some Jeopardy music here. I'm not editing it. <laughs> I'm so blank right now. Hang on. Can we... Oh, obviously... Um, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Was Max... Max Shrek. Shrek. Batman Returns. Um... Kim Basinger. Kim Basinger. Um, Vicky Vale. Vicky Vale. In 89 Batman. And... Third one's tough. Third one's tough. Now that's cool. I like tough. Um, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, were you? Yeah. Oh, if you, don't, if you didn't know until you uh, heard it. Yeah. It, just in the second one. Just in the second one. Can uh, you come back to me? Sure. Can I have a think about it? Sure. Okay. 
Um, oh, like, should we keep talking? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wait. Everyone's staring at you. When I mean come back, as in... I'm really enjoying the show these guys are doing. That 15 minutes of dead air. <laughs> it was yeah, like really 20, 20 minutes, thinking, minutes yeah. of nothing. And Tim just going, uh, uh, uh. How good was the Jurassic Park moment? The Great. Jurassic Park moment oh, was good. That's all i got to say uh, about and it. Again, and again, I'm pretty good with maps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A super current reference. If this is 93 or 94, yeah. like the fact that they got straight onto that oh, is, yeah. is fantastic. Um, when was... Can we remember when the Doors film was? Would that have been 90? All of Stone's Doors? Oh. Mm. Because the desert scene yeah, where he meets... Val Kilmer. Yeah, yeah. Is, is, yeah. Huh. That's from that. Is, is it? it? Oh, yeah. I think that's. Can't, I'm can't pretty sure. Yeah, but it's it's like obviously Jim Morrison doesn't go off and meet Jim Morrison. I think he goes off and meets the naked Indian. Ah, oh, okay. And then obviously the Simpsons do it on that yeah. fantastic episode with the oh, the Guatemalan insanity. Oh my Chile. god, I love that episode. Oh, that's great. Yeah. With Johnny Cash as the coyote. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I can't remember where I was going. Oh yeah. Duels. So yeah, you were saying about relevant and you know right at the now yeah, films. Like so, the yeah. fact that they went uh, Robert Patrick. From Terminator 2, like yeah. the biggest film. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think by the second one, too, I think they managed to get a lot more people onto it because of the success of the first one. So to get Kim Basinger and stuff like that in oh, there, like Charlton and Heston. Like that, and Charlton Heston, and even to get uh, Christopher Walken in yeah. and yeah. things like that. Yeah. So Roblo did it probably because he was like, fuck, I got nothing else to do. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone still thinks I'm this huge drug addict, so I'm just going to do anything I can. And he, <laughs> and he nailed it. And he nailed his. I heard him talking about how he learnt comedy from doing Wayne's World like he hadn't done comedic roles before that um, I'm just trying to think no you know, he probably no. he was he's a young bloke yeah Drew Barrymore Drew Barrymore yes! oh, well played <laughs> well <laughs> done sir well done well played good work Bjergen Knjergen yeah, from the Bjergen Fjords yeah Schwergen oh Steve Van Duchen now what what yeah, uh, the the radio host. What's his name? Handsome Dan. Yeah. Handsome Dan. Dancing Dan. What's he Dan. out of? I've, I swear I've seen uh, a lot of stuff. The it's Simpsons. Harry <laughs> it's Harry Shearer. Who is it? From the, the Simpsons. Simpsons. Yeah. Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap. Uh, he play, He pretty yeah. much does. He every does. Other. He does. Mr. Burns. He does pretty much every other episode. Guy? Every other character other than the, no. He does Homer. He does and every Marge. character that Hank Azaria doesn't do. Yeah. yeah. Right. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or, and Homer and Marge. Yeah. And All right. Bart. How about that? Didn't know that. Hey, but I swear I've seen hey. him in movies before. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, he's been in uh-huh. pictures. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, and uh, what is it? Uh, Mr. Scream <laughs> <laughs> is uh, from Married with Children, and also he's oh, the main yeah. he's the main jock in Revenge of the Nerds. That's right. Wow. And a whole heap of other stuff. This is just blowing my mind. Yeah. Anyway, mm. how do we feel these movies have aged? I think pretty well. Yeah. I think they hold up. Yeah. My, uh, Except so, for his hairstyle, <laughs> maybe. Well, no, but it's very, like, they're, they're very period correct at the same time. True. So there was very 90s, early grunge sort of yeah. stuff. Um, I guess I was just going to mention this. So my wife tries to hate this film. Oh, yeah. And the first time she watched it, I'm pretty sure she said, I'm pretty sure I'm dumber from watching that film. <laughs> yeah. Highly yeah. possible. Yeah. But how cool is it? Um, and even, like, when I was watching the, so WW1, um, and she was sitting there and she was trying to hate it but every now and again I just heard from coming beside me just heard <laughs> I didn't I didn't make her sit through the second one because I didn't I knew she definitely wouldn't like that but it was just oh, really? there's, it's, the comedy's great and I think the comedy really does hold up which yeah. is a perfect example of that because she's full on Gen Y yeah right extreme 
Um, got an attention span of about three and a half seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and and so the fact that she was actually sitting there, and it's mainly the Garth stuff. So especially in like the second one, it's like, you know, where uh, Kim Bassinger says, take me now. And it's like, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm low on gas, gas and you, you need, need a jacket. jacket. <laughs> My favorite is, I'm going to be frank. Okay. Can I still be Garth? <laughs> You're all squiggly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he does. He does another one of those things, uh, mm. like um, where someone's asking him a question and he takes it literally. In the first one, I can't remember what it is, and that was one of the ones where she was just she just stopped. Your laughing. name's pronounced Elgar, right? <laughs> Wayne. <laughs> Party on, Wayne. Party oh. on, Gar. Oh, so okay. good. I mean, that's there you go. There's a good reference. This Party on, like, Garth. I guess. Well, <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> oh, like, they said though, they mentioned the Twilight Zone a few times. Yeah, I know yeah. we're going back to the first one, but that bit where he's just staring at the camera like, <laughs> oh, you ever see that <laughs> scene from Scanners? scanners yeah, and yeah, even yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the second one with the leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really curious to know because, like, you know, the show's on air. Wayne essentially gets fired. He leaves. And then Garth's staring into the camera. What What was the rest of the show about? I mean, because later on when Garth's talking to Wayne, he's like, I mean, I handled it okay. But yeah, yeah. Like, like, did they just have, you know, well, for a, fi- of dead for a five air, to or? ten minute show, like it would have been over after yeah. that. Yeah. Is it though? Like how long is, is Wayne's work? I don't know. Like is this a standard twenty three? Does anybody? You know? like, well, does it... anybody know how long the skits were when it was on oh, they, SNL? Oh, they were two, just, three minutes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they were a standard SNL. There's a oh. great. There's a great Wayne's World sketch where uh, Tom Hanks comes on as the roadie for Aerosmith. Oh, yeah. Aerosmith aren't there. Oh, they end up playing. They end up coming out like because they're the band uh-huh. at the end of the show, but. But uh, Tom Hanks is a fantastic roadie. He's got a, he's got this Slurpee that he's always on. How <laughs> good is Tom Hanks? Oh, he's so good. I love Tom Hanks. Have yeah, you? I love Tom Hanks. Uh, you wouldn't because you're not on Twitter, Tim. But cool. Tom Hanks's <laughs> Twitter is spectacular. That doesn't that really doesn't surprise yeah, me? No, it's really good. Um, we we I'll, follow it. Just so you know, fantastic. Yeah. A lot of people. Uh, a lot of people actually wonder if it's actually them with their social media things. Yeah, so like, oh, right, like, Ryan it's Reynolds. Not actually, Tom Hanks. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. So Ryan Reynolds' uh, Instagram is also hilarious. Yeah, but and you sit not. there, and you sit there, and you go, "Yeah, that's that's probably him." Yeah, yeah. Well, it's <laughs> like, I imagine um, Tom Hanks is probably following us back, isn't he? They're all. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just assuming. I can only he assume. Is. So, yeah, I have so we have so many followers. I can't keep track of them all. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Tom, if you're ever in Australia, you're most welcome yeah. to pop in and drop in. I don't. You know, be a great guest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I hold a personal relationship we, with all our followers. Yeah, fair, <laughs> fair. let's promise that if we do get Tom Hanks, we won't do a Tom Hanks film because I don't think we can. I was say, have we ever done a Tom Hanks film? Is it? We've I was never. Just thinking. I don't think so. I can't think of any off the top of my head. No. There's a lot. I was looking at a lot of episodes. There's now. a lot of people that I'm actually surprised we haven't done. Mm. Like who? Tom Hanks. Uh, <laughs> Ar- Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I'm surprised Arnie. we haven't done an Arnie. Yeah, Arnie. Um, oh. Van Damme is another one. Van Damme. God. Yeah, we haven't done a Van Damme film. One day. That's one day. probably not such a considering bad thing. Some of the, well, considering some of the films we've done, it's quite surprising. Although we did do a uh, an episode with, uh, you know, Don't Forget the Puns, and that was, uh, what was who, that movie Who Spiked the Puns? Who Spiked the Puns, sorry. Um, don't Forget the Puns. God. God. I, f- I forgot it. That's bad publicity. Uh, that's not good did, for What anybody. did we do? Sudden, sudden Death. That was the Van Damme movie we covered. What? what? Sudden Was it Sudden Death? No. Were you even at the oh, same recording? 
Executive decision <laughs> is what we did. When did I feel like Steven I discussed Steven Seagal was in it. Steven Seagal. I mean, have we discussed sudden death with oh someone? Oh my god, Slaney, what is going on? Oh my on? god, <laughs> the wheels have come a off. I might be. Oh my god. We've never done sudden death. I don't really? even think that's even been mentioned ever. Holy crap! In the history of this podcast, anyway, <laughs> anyway. stroke. <laughs> anyway, these are great. I do still think they hold up. I think they hold up for us. I yeah. don't think if you watch yeah. this fresh, yeah, okay. it would. So you think the nostalgia helps it? Yep, I think Ab- I think very much so. It, and it yeah. was heavy, particularly that first one was heavy, heavy nostalgia for me. Like it was a an introduction to a lot of things. A lot of jokes went over my head, but for some reason were still funny. Mm. Like, and then as you got older and you worked out what they were, they're you're funnier. Like, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I don't know. I reckon if I watch this fresh, I'd love it. So you hate it? Is that what you're telling me? You hate these films? Hmm, I know. I see where I was coming from, but like, if you were a first timer, yeah, if you'd never seen them, you'd still love them. Yeah, yeah, Mm, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) exactly what I said. Al, Um, I I think they're great. Now, obviously, they were successful enough that Mike Myers made ridiculous amounts of other films. Obviously, the Shrek and the the Austin Powers thing. Well, look, we spent after that. We spent a lot of. You don't mess with the Zohan talking about Adam Sandler's Mm -hmm. rest of his career. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that's as strong as this for you guys? For Mike Myers? Myers. I'd say they're like the original Austin Powers. The first one, yeah. But the first one only. See, I don't reckon Austin Powers would hold up for me now. I've I've gone back to it recently for reasons that I will explain later. Okay. Uh, And it's it's still good. That first Mm. Austin, that 97 Austin Powers is good is still pretty great. Mm. But if you held the two up for me, I would pick Wayne's World. Yeah, yeah I'd, still, I'd yeah. still probably pick Wayne's like, World over it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because it, it seems like everything, like even the second two Austin Powers were very much nowhere near as good as the first yeah. one. Yeah, they're very Wayne's then, World too. But nah. Nah, see, I love Wayne's World too. Same, like, I really it's brilliant. like it. Yeah. You, I, what you were saying, Brad, about them being quite different films mm. from that perspective has really like rung home to me mm. and I'm like yeah they are and I still yeah. like Wayne's World 2 I, I, get I like it, the I get first a bit, one better I do get over the dream sequences a bit for yeah. Wayne's World 2 but mm. I think they w- I think it's a great sequel like yeah no, yeah you know, absolutely in the, people, in the very think, light-hearted film that both yeah, of them are I think people should be talking about it in yeah, like, like if know. we're if we're looking at it from a you know say a Terminator Terminator two, where in my opinion Terminator two is better than Terminator, now that's yeah. obviously debatable. Yeah. yeah. Well, but, there you go. All right. So there's two films that are completely different. Yeah. That just as far as I'm concerned, they're almost two separate films. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, Whereas this one, look, I, yeah, I'd probably still say Wayne's World's better than Wayne's World. You 2. see, I don't know, I don't know, Brad. Like the style is the same. Hmm. No. I reckon they're way different the two Terminators. The, yeah, 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 very much. Yeah, so. sure, the first they're... one's like a proper old school eighties thriller, and the next one, Terminator Two, yeah, until like very recently. Action. Yeah, until very recently, I really didn't like it very much because I thought, well, it's just the second yeah. one. Yeah, it really. Was, yeah, even when it was Whoa. even when it was out, it was still was like I really <clears throat> thoroughly enjoyed Terminator over Terminator Two because I thought Terminator Two was just. Explosions for the sake of explosions really? and special oh, yeah. effects for the sake of special effects. It was great and everything. And now I watch it 
and I probably enjoy it now more than I did back in the mm. 90s when it was They new. delve more into the philosophy of it, I think, in the second yeah. one than the mm. first one. first yeah. one's more just kind of straight down the line, this is just what's happening, whereas the yeah, second one the, talks more about the... And, they're, you know, they're two completely different Terminators and yeah. things like that. And blah, blah, blah. Anyway. Um, now, compared to today's effects, <laughs> Terminator 2's effects aren't so bad. You know, like, Well, and that's the thing. So I've said this before. Of, there's So, so many films, uh, for me, like sci-fi films, are wrecked through the... Re- ridiculous special effects that are yeah. just not necessary yeah. yeah so the first Avengers film was like that it was like this was really good until the final battle scene and now you've lost me I just yeah. don't care anymore it's like this is just full of shit it's throwing in shit that, for the point of it well yeah and it's making characters do sh- stuff that is unbelievable and it doesn't become believable through the CGI because the CGI is so obvious mm. it was but like see, I didn't find that in Terminator 2 like, no, no, I didn't well, find that too. I found the effects carried. Now I go forward. back and I actually sit there and I go, "Well, these effects but I think, are great." I think the recent Marvel stuff and even DC stuff rings home with that because it's like we know that they're characters that can do stuff that normal humans can't, but the CGI is so damn obvious that it doesn't matter. Like it's just yeah. stupid. And but, I, yeah. did, I mean, did you feel that about? Wayne's World 2 did you feel like there was heaps of <laughs> the, the CGI remember, remember we are talking about was the explosion no no no, no, no no but did you find that all of a sudden there was heaps of unnecessary shit in Wayne's World yeah, 2 yeah I thought it was like, it, it was very clever in the first one they, they tied it in nicely and it just seemed to be in the second one for me that they just it was in there for the point of it yeah like like kind of what I was saying earlier they're like here's all the money make it funny they're like forced to do it get it out as quickly as possible so it wasn't as refined yeah. and one as, but one look as... the other thing so we're sitting but, here looking at it from the point of view of we've only seen into film so we don't know a lot about the sketches so maybe the sketches were but all the sketches involved they were all on the show all the sketches were were just the show like they were literally the basement set okay that's all they were there was no outside world Mm -hmm. I think the the increase in budget excuse me allowed Myers and Carby to to get ridiculous with it so it was having the the random old man carving a canoe. That's <laughs> funny. It's like you think about the 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 water the guys with the watermelons and the chickens oh, and the glass pane favorite. is a perfect escalation. Yeah. That ties in with the first film really nicely yeah, though. But that's what I'm saying. Like you get you with, get, even where they talk to the camera and go, Wow, that security yeah, guard was exceptionally you, get, you know, Yeah, he was really knowledgeable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you get given more money and you're like, All right, well let's escalate it to mm. this watermelons joke that totally pays off and it's beautiful. But yep. the money involved in crashing a car through a glass pane and through chickens and watermelons and stuff is exorbitant. And then into a hydro. Yeah. 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 For some reason it just come to you. So the Murphmobile is an AMC pacer. With custom paint job. With custom yeah. paint job. Yeah. And then you see one later on when they do the Thelma and Louise bit. It's a convertible. Yeah. And yeah. then when the band turns up, it's a stretch. It's a stretch. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah, sweet as. What? What's the little sports car that he gets? Like Austin or something. Uh, Alpha GTV. Oh, yeah. GT, sorry. There you go. Wonder, why do, Which why is the car he... from The Graduate. The That's the car he drives. Does it chew right. through yeah. fuel? <clears throat> it's an Alpha, so it chews through everything. Oil. Water, money, money. <laughs> <Yeah>. your soul. <laughs> but it's one of those cars when, like, you speak to any automotive enthusiast and you go, 
would you know it, I've, I've got an alpha and it's like it's terrible it's like it yeah. just it just uses so much juice it's continuously break down it leaks oil it's off the road more than anything it just drains my soul do you want to sell it fuck no yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah. I will keep love it, it. it's the die. coolest car yeah. ever you know, <laughs> speaking of that scene I love that camera shot on the back of that car when he goes through the tunnel no with the and AM the radio, radio. Oh. <laughs> he's got the AM radio but on I just love that out. shot so like good. it's such a nice shot yeah. Yeah. it's just every time I watch that scene that tunnel scene i want it to be the tunnel from back to the future but it from back to the future too but it never is and i'm like oh it looks really and then he goes in and i'm like nah it's not it's got a curve to it yeah it's got a curve it's not that strong i'm like there can't be that many tunnels like that around la Mm. yeah i i I have to say like my favorite joke in the whole movie in fact my favorite whole joke out of the two movies is the two churches. The fact that he rocks up the one <laughs> church and he's doing a Cassandra, and then he's like, he looks at the sign. And it's just the little guitar, that little ring, and then it's like, and then it goes look looks across the road, ring, and it's, and, the it's a, and they're a god right they're on god. the other one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, my favorite joke of the whole movie. The Blues Brothers with the you know the the light, the light coming down. Yeah, <laughs> it's and, uh, so good. Mm. I, can't, I can't believe we didn't even talk about when he's like he goes and buys the you know the nineteen sixty eight you know Fender Stratocaster, the pre CBS yeah. corporate buyout, mm. and it's you know the no stairway and let, you know yeah. what? let me play oh. the do you need assistance? And then she'll grind <laughs> she'll grind down the neck and you know tweak out the low E and he's just like oh, oh yeah, I love yeah. this woman yeah. <laughs> take the buzz out of low E so it's interesting I found out because I you know that sign says no stairway and I'm like mm. he's not playing stairway like whatever he plays and I can, yeah yeah but I found the version so they didn't so they changed it for like the home video release or something and a licensing thing yeah because they couldn't mm. afford stairway yeah and when you actually listen to the stairway and you're like, oh, it's totally stairway. Yeah, they're yeah. only allowed like three notes or something yeah, yeah. to make it not copyright. Do you yeah. guys, do yeah. you know the backstory of why it's no stairway? Yeah. Yeah, because like, that's what people would do, right? Well, it's, yeah, there was, a, there was a, a, a music store owner in the state somewhere. So when stairway come out, every kid who, you know, all of a sudden was enthusiastic to play guitar because he was so excited about stairway would come in and, and play that riff. And, and the guy got so it. sick of it. And they butcher it. Yeah. And the guy got so sick of it that he banned it from his shop. He said, no stairway to heaven. So that's where that joke evolved yeah, from. Yeah. We always, me and my brother, because uh, my brother's a massive Wayne's World fan. Oh, you as mean well. Andrew Slaney? <laughs> Andrew Slaney, the the creative artist around the introduction song, and I'm actually spewing as our soon as I hit song. our introduction yeah. song. That is, I'm actually spewing that I, as soon as I hit the intro song, I was like, "Damn it, we should have done a Wayne's World themed bloody guitar <laughs> intro for this episode." But, um, but no, no, we used to we used to make fun of Cassandra at that point. She's like, she's talking about the track. She's like going through all the stuff, like blah blah blah, and such and such, and this, and a whammy bar, bar. Yeah. and it's like. We would always laugh our asses off. I know this because my brother's a guitarist, and he's like, "Man, a whammy bar is just not that interesting." You know, you wouldn't you wouldn't make that the main feature, the last thing the that last you point out. Say. It's like it's like a whammy. It's like saying you know, like it's a car, it's got a steering, steering wheel. wheel. <laughs> it's like it's not that interesting, dude. You know, so where's a good chuckle at that one? Mm, yeah. Nice, um, but yeah. So no, the, the the no stairway to heaven thing is like is yeah. comes from this it's legit this store owner who got so sick and tired of. Hearing that song and hearing it butchered, that he was like, "Nah, he banned it." Yeah. That's it. But yeah, check it out. It's on. It's on YouTube. You can yeah. uh, see the actual stairway it's version. It's, it's good. Wayne, yeah. can I put it away now? Not today, man. <laughs> I'm feeling saucy. <laughs> I think I'm gonna buy it. Do well, you accept cash. cash. <laughs> should we? Uh, I reckon. Well, I reckon we should. Well, let's bring it home. Yeah, I reckon we should bring it home. And yeah. obviously, before we get 
into ratings, I'm I'm really keen to know if there's been anyone else that's <laughs> looked into podcasting on these these two films, mm. particularly if they've done them both at once. If only Ooh. we had. If we had a segment that, <laughs> that addressed <laughs> these. Wait segment. a minute. <gasps> Just hold the phone. Whoa. Um, it's now time for podcasting, podcasting a wider net. 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 <laughs> Ooh, I like it every time. I like that bit every time. Uh, thank you. Uh, yes, in short, other people have done Wayne's World before. Now, I have two. I didn't have to do a lot of research for this one, which I'm excited about because they're great shows. Uh, the first one. You're right, Brad. <laughs> we have uh, some some technical difficulties with a with a beer bottle here. I'd like to say it's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> Cigars everywhere. <laughs> Can I, can I go on? Al. <laughs> Please, continue. So, uh, so the first one is called On Location with Jared uh, Cowan. Ja- on Location with Jared Cowan. G'day, and Jared. I haven't listened to the Wayne's World episode because I don't do that these days. Uh, but I did listen to a Reservoir Dogs episode. And basically, what this guy does is he goes to a location and interviews people particular people involved so the reservoir dogs one i listened to uh he interviewed like the the production manager and the location scout and you know uh the production designer i think uh sitting in the cafe oh nice uh where they do that round table opening Uh, scene of reservoir dogs madonna like a virgin yeah and it was awesome i had a great time and they talk about other places they could have gone or other films they worked on that used this place and things like that. So there's an episode where Jared interviews Penelope Spheres, the director, Spheres, the director, in the music shop uh, hmm. where the where the vendor is. Oh, right? cool. And where Garth plays the drums and all that sort of stuff. So I'm keen. I'm really keen to go back and listen to that one now. You're um, amazing. It- <laughs> Thanks. I like to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on location with Jared Cowan. It's really good. Check it out. Uh, the other one is spectacular, and it's been on my regular, my regular rotation of podcasts for maybe a year now. Oh, send him a school of film, right? So obviously, it's another <laughs> one. Uh, it's called Mike Check. And it's two blokes out of Sydney. Have I told you about this, Tim? Yeah, yeah I think yeah, so. Yeah, it's two blokes out of Sydney, James, uh, Cameron James and Alexi Toliopoulos. They're two comedians out of Sydney. And they have gone through the entire back catalogue of Mike Myers. So they've mm. done The Wayne's World. They've done all the Austin Powers. They did a double episode on Goldmember, which completely changed my mind on that film. Ooh, wow. Um, they've done- As in it made you go from loving it being your second favourite film to not liking it. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice little joke there. Do you want me to tell everyone? No. <laughs> oh, I'm so curious to know. Um, it's it's fantastic. Oh, look, I've been really enjoying it and it goes from like just ludicrous, these guys. What did, like, they, what did they say about the guru? Well, it, the whole sort of premise came oh, about because Fuck that film. they were like, how did we get from Wayne's World to the guru. To the guru. Like, the love yeah, guru. Was, the love guru. Sorry, sorry. the love guru. Yeah. Um, and while they've been doing the show, uh, the gong show thing happened. I don't know if anyone's been keeping up with that, but Mike Myers was brought out another character and he hosted this gong show in the States and it was weird and... A disaster? Right. Can't, yeah, anyway. but And they talk about his book. He wrote a book called Canada. And like, it's it's great. I'm, I'm really into it and I'm loving it. And 
the Wayne's World and Wayne's World 2 episodes are great and they get guests on and it's really good. It's called Mike Check. Um, oh, I get it now. Yeah. Right, okay. Where they go back and check the history of, of Mike Myers. Yeah. Very good. Uh, yeah, so On Location with Jared Cowan and Mike Check. It's quite a... Get them out, yeah. yeah. It's quite a net that you put out there. No, it was a, pre- no, it was a pretty small net this, oh. this episode because I was... These are two, two that I've discovered. Anyway. Well, I mean, look, you're not reinventing the wheel anymore, so you know why put out a big net if you don't have to. Exactly. Yeah. Look, it's 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 all about efficient fishing. efficiency. That's right. <laughs> efficient it's, fishing for podcasts. Yeah. Look, we're, we're we're four blokes sitting in a room talking about movies. It's not. Yeah. It's not groundbreaking so it's like podcasting. Po- podcasting an efficient net. Oh, I see hey, I actually just remembered something that I meant to bring up. Um, me working in the live entertainment industry, doing very much what they do in Wayne World, Wayne's World 2. Whenever I'm doing an audio test, I actually say Jup 2. <laughs> Jup 2? I actually say that. The Chris Farley line. Like, nobody <laughs> says that, but I actually but I thought know. he was actually saying check. Is he saying check 2? I don't know. He's like, Jup 2? It could be check. I don't know. <laughs> but that's, that's one of, the, that's one check, of my Mike favorite check parts of the films is when they're doing the, the, the tennis rating, balls. The, the tennis balls. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, Why don't you just quit? Because I got yeah. nowhere else to go. <laughs> well, I think Al and I, our, probably one of our favourite bits is, Welcome to Aurora! <laughs> and then there's this guy's like, Eat me! Eat me! <laughs> <laughs> Not just a place, but a state of mind. It's the best response. To yeah. <laughs> it's like a pure rock and roll metal <laughs> response. Just like, Fucking get off! I wonder. <laughs> I wonder if it was genuine. I wonder if it was someone really yelling out oh, or whether man. they planned it because i mean we've been to so many gigs where you're just in the you're on the floor just giving shit to the guys that are yeah, yeah oh there's yeah. no way it's, checks there's no way it's silence like no like that no, no it's just no. Harum, harum. No. uh well let's anyway let's bring this baby home yep all right well what's next we rate we rate we're rating yeah well <laughs> Slaney, you look, you mate, brought this in. So. I brought this in. This movie, it's just terrible. It's just you can't even compare it to Bill and Ted's. Mate, I'm gonna have to give it like negative three hundred at least. You know, like, <laughs> negative three hundred. It's just so bad. Both of them, it's, just both of them. You know, both of them times two, negative six hundred. You know, so yeah. rubbish. That's got to be a record. Timmy, what do you reckon? Um, look, it was fine. Look, if if you had asked me, would you put on Wayne's World one or you don't mess with the Zohan. Mm. <laughs> I would most likely choose you don't mess with the Zohan. So I'm nice. going to give this... I gave that two. I'm going to give this one <laughs> percent. Yep. Right. Uh, look, think of what I gave Moon. I think Moon was my highest one. <laughs> I'm the absolute opposite for that. Uh, like This was terrible. Call. I'm going to give this a flat zero. This was completely Jeez. wrong. Nice. Right? Yep. Yep. Well, Brad? Yeah, I'm going to go one less than Revolver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's got to be bad. It was, just a, like, it was just a waste of my time. It wrecked my childhood. You know, I was, I was a very impressionable boy when I first saw, saw this film, and it just it, it, the expectations it's it put God, towards yeah. my life scarred me. And, um, hang on a second. This, this is not a good way to end the podcast. <laughs> we can't let's, do it like this. Let's do the Scooby-Doo ending. Yeah. Dude, dude, dude. Oh, we are so subtle. <laughs> oh, man. Well, man, I've been trying to figure out who gave it a bad score for so long. 
and I suspect it might be L, who's <laughs> actually old oh man with us from the trailer park. <laughs> oh, I would have got away with it too if it wasn't for you damn kids. <laughs> okay, uh, Reggie. <Ricky. laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, let's do let's do the happy ending. All right, so now we got to do ratings. All right, Slaney, legit you, happy score. you chose this. Oh, you know, one and two. I'll give it a collective score compared to Bill and Ted's. I think this actually had a bit of influence on my childhood. I'm going to give it 101% compared to Bill and Ted's. Hang on, just, so you're doing both at once? I'm doing both at once. Okay. I, think, I, think, it's, I think it's just simple okay. and easy. Yeah, but we, we racked him up as a, as a double header. So yeah, exactly right. This might happen. be hard for you, though. No, I'll go with that. Okay. No, that's cool. no, but like... Both of them, for me, 101% because they both had a great influence. Yeah, like I put them in the same basket as Bill and Ted's. You know, like yeah, it's, cool. It's right there. Um, and I, same, but I think it's just a little sure. bit better. Same genre. Like, I think yeah. I actually said at the end of World of People, they were like, it was like the cousin of Bill and Ted's yeah, or absolutely. something. You know? I'm amazed that we haven't, you know, talked about Bill and Ted anymore in this episode because this is, Wayne's World is the film that it's, you know... Yeah. And do you know what's so funny? Almost when I exactly selected this movie, it was for the actual sole intention of like you know discussing it, how it compares to Bill and Ted's. <laughs> Didn't cover it at all, but you know, so Timmy, um, I would, I would give this ninety nine point nine percent. I think it's, nice. I think it's so much exactly like Bill and Ted, but I'd, I'd watch Bill and Ted a fraction more than yeah. this. No, fraction nice. more. Cool. I, I'm gonna go a hundred because to of- give it a Bill and Ted. Yeah, well, basically for the same reason you did, Tim. Like, but I think now, like, this film is so influential for me mm. when I was younger. It, it, it and exactly what you said, Jules. It ha- did play a more important part in my life, but for some reason, uh, there's I've got more for I've got that point one. Well, look, I've given them the same. So yeah, I've yeah. said a hundred percent. So like, mm. while while Wayne's World had more influence now for me. <clears throat> Bill, uh, Bill and Ted works. works yeah, better. Bill and Ted's is probably a smarter film. We're actually yeah. just touching on some sciencey yeah, sort of stuff. Because more, and we've said this before. Oh, I've said this before. But and if you actually talk to a lot of people that are into time travel, they'll actually say as far as movies go, Bill and Ted's is probably one of the more accurate, actual on point time travel films mm. about getting things right and the grandfather. What is it? Paradox. Yeah, paradox and all that sort of stuff. They cover everything nicely. So Bill and Ted's, strangely yeah. enough, is weird. <laughs> is a smarter film. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> we'll put that quote on our. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right, sorry. I'm cutting in. Sorry. No, I've finished. Oh, cool. Hundred right, percent. So right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on hundred percent as well because I think Ooh. as much as they're the same, they're also very different. So as I was saying, yeah. Bill and Ted's is probably smarter, but this was probably more influential in me at the time mm. when it came out. So this was it and a bit. Like everyone yeah. my age saw this and everyone loved it and everyone was quoting it. And I think if, if we'd it. been that age in '89 when <laughs> Bill and Ted came out, like you've got to remember that Bill and Ted had like three years on us mm. uh, on Wayne's World, so yeah. that had sort of blaze the trail if you like but I think if we'd been the age we were when we saw Wayne's World when Bill and Ted came out I think we'd be in the yeah. opposite camp yeah, yeah. so I'm going wow. to give a hundred as well pretty much flat Spot. hundreds across the board that's uh, Love that's it. cool I like that <laughs> Put it right. I'm pretty sure that none of us were actually going to not like this film no of course it's pretty much right up our alley yeah <laughs> it's so good yeah, nice it is. and it's a good one it's one of those films where you can just kind of have it on like it's, you don't have to sit down and watch it you can just have it on especially when you've seen it 400 and times and you can be in the room and just be like <laughs> just doing whatever <laughs> yeah. you're doing yeah, that's it 
I suppose know. without being an actual sick day movie, it could just be a generic sick day movie. You know, like you could just it's just a maybe, yeah, just a pottering movie. A pottering pottering it's even, movie. Yeah. Like it's even one of those movies if you go into one of those bars that just have movies on with no sound. Mm. You know exactly what's being <laughs> yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you know exactly the scene. Yeah. And you can sit there and you just watch it. But I'd also neglect the conversations I was having with my friends because I'd be watching like <laughs> yeah, 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 sound yeah. That's the thing, like it's it's a subtlety and, and stuff in them. Like I know we we've mentioned the old man fashioning you kayak out of a wooden log a lot but it but when he says it and and Chris Walken goes what? he goes he just goes no! like he just says no really abruptly it's just little things like that which I just oh I just find it's just those little things is what makes it hilarious yeah but alright well Great stuff. Well, we I'm glad... We didn't talk about the roadie. You were going to talk about the roadie. Oh, oh we didn't talk about Del Preston at Del all. Preston. Oh, We yeah. didn't, did we? Oh, that's a shame. Well, I mean, if we're going to talk about anything, it's the it's that ongoing story about trying to get 1,000 brown yeah. M&Ms oh, for Aussie. <laughs> Aussie. Yeah. Aussie wouldn't and, go on stage. And it's... And again, it's when he's for, he's forgotten and he's telling Wayne and Garth again in <laughs> yeah. the club and they go, um, or a sweet shop on the edge of town. Like they all say <laughs> yeah. it together. And then, but then when he's telling Chris Farley that joke yeah. it's and like he's just like... Traumatised. <laughs> yeah, literally traumatised look in his face. And, and the bit where he comes in as the... the oh, no, is that in the first one with the good dudes, good brew? I hate my father. I hate my life. life. (laughs) I feel great, man. You guys are great. It's gotten a lot better. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. totally better. Like they're like, whoa. Oh shit, it's good. Uh, Where can you find us, Tim? Uh, That's a good question. Thank you, Al. Um, You can. We're getting. We're getting a plethora of of requests in, which is great. So if you want to request films, keep um, them rolling. The best, the best thing to do is is either get us on our Facebook or you can email us at sandemusfilm at gmail.com. Um, we're on Twitter at SDFS. SF. I try um, both. <laughs> yeah, just just type it in. Um, Twitter's going well. Um, How many? I don't know. Let's, no, don't I'll, I'll sick of it, I think. Under 30? Um, <laughs> oh, man. That must be millions rolling in with those kind of numbers. <laughs> we're, on, uh, we're on Instagram as well. That's nice. Sandemus film. So yeah, get yeah. get onto us. Just um, get yeah, get onto your local podcatcher and yeah. type Sandemus School Film and you'll find us. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Very one. good. So what's upcoming? What are, so what's, well, we, I think we've got a listen. Another listener. Back, we've got to get through some listener. We requests. do. We've got a backlog. Yeah. They're hungry. If, yeah. if you're sitting there at home and going, oh, you know, they, you know, they might want to choose their own films. Um, we no. don't. We actually we hate don't. Choosing no. Our, we don't <laughs> want to choose answer. our own films. So the more that you guys choose, makes our life easier. Yeah. And realistically, the films that you're choosing are probably on our list anyway. So yeah. it's just yep. yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure this one is. I'm pretty sure this one is on uh, all of ours. We got a Facebook message from Laura Elliott, uh, a lady I went to primary school with. Uh, Hi, Laura. We're going to do your choice, which, if you'd been watching, uh, is 78. Sure. Is it that old? We're going to go back-to-back SNL sketches turned into films. Ooh. We're doing the Blues Brothers, gentlemen. Yeah, yes. Wasn't Coneheads. <laughs> wasn't Coneheads. <laughs> Jules panicked for a second. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right. Is that seventy eight? That's definitely not the oldest film we did. We did we did record Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, but we got lost. So nah, that, it's not. Nah. This won't but be the oldest. 
Uh, Change like was 64. 64. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think. Sure. But uh, Blues, I'm excited. Like, Yeah, hell yeah. I feel like you I've know seen this. It's actually been ages since I've seen it, so I'll be, and you know I'll what? be looking you know forward what, to boys? sitting down with my orange whips. That's two movies in a row, or three if you go Wayne's World 1 and 2, that are set in Chicago. Ooh. Ah, yes. very much. Chicago. 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 Plus, we've, we've already done Ferris Bueller as well, so oh, wow. a bit of a bit Chicago of a love theme. Affair. Yeah, what's Ooh. going on? Fantastic. Someone needs to do Home Alone after that. You know? <laughs> 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 Christmas is so far away. We missed a Christmas special yeah. last year. So. Mm. We can do Blues Brothers 2000. Mm. Uh, uh, awkward. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> edit that out, Slaney. Fantastic. All right, Thanks, well, everybody. We'll, um, we'll see you next time for the Blues Brothers. Brothers, be excellent to each other and party on. But, dudes. Dudes. Awkward. And we're out. Presto. <laughs> there it goes. <laughs>